Hobby Addict の時間です。It's time for Hobby Addict.And now, here are your anime addicts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Hobby Addicts. I'd say at this point,、Yo. we're probably podcasting. At least I am. I don't want to speak for you guys, but I, we're probably podcasting addicts. Just going to throw that out there. I'd say so.、Uh, we can't well, stop, won't stop. Caroline is、uh, feeling very, you know, she's feeling peppy, peppier today than she thinks. And we're going to expand. I'm trying my best.、Pep. We're going to find the pep within you. Caroline is here. How are you, Caroline? Oh, I'm good. I got my cup of coffee.、Oh, wow. Just trying to rouse the energy to、mm-hmm. get through the next、uh, three hours of、yes. the podcast recording. All right. And、um, we also have Mason, who is always、Hello. peppy. I feel like Mason is like the healthiest person I know. He's always peppy. He's feeling good. What's up?、Uh, it's true. If you never. Uh, take stimulants or anything that you need to artificially increase peppiness. You just have to have it from within. And yes, peppy 100% of the time. Please make it stop. I want to be unpeppified. unpeppified. <laughs> it hurts inside. No, no, it's great. I'm, I'm doing well. I've got my water, the only thing you need in this world to be happy.、Mm-hmm. So I,、uh, I'm all set. I'm ready to go. Indeed, indeed.、Uh, well, I am Mitsugi, of course. I'm here to be your guide today through the land of hobbies. Where we、uh, talk about things that we do in our lives other than watch anime. Although I will tell you, all I did this week was watch anime. So, not a lot on my docket. But let's see here. I'm going to talk about this game called Grand Guilds. I kind of brushed over it last time. It's,、uh, it's a thing. <laughs> I'll talk about it. It's all I got. You know, we watched like 40 episodes of Initial D this week. I mean, that's how good that shit is. So,、um, there's not much else in my life right now except that.、Uh, Caroline, New York City spy. Spyscape.、Mm. Yes. I don't yes. know what this、it's、is. A, is this a movie or a TV show? No, it's a museum. Oh, shit. I, and I've been looking at going to it, so I'm curious、uh, yeah. what you think. All right. And we also have And Hadhun. What the hell is that? It's a movie. Mason's going to talk about it. He's going to teach me how to pronounce it. How do you pronounce that, Mason? I, I,、uh, I know how it's translated. On Hadhun? I don't know. And On Hadhun. All right. Why don't we start with On Hadhun? Because I, I can't,、um, I cannot resist my curiosity. And this is, what kind of what language is this? Is this,、uh, I don't know. This I presume, is I presume Indian. Yes. Boom. Nailed it. All right. Nice. Nice. So, On Hadhun, and I apologize if I mispronounce that, which translates to blindly, is a 2018.、Uh, Uh, Indian film, so it's got Hindi with subtitles, and I know some people are going to be like, Oh, I don't like reading. It's, you're on an anime podcast, <laughs> my dudes. Like, you're used to it.、Uh, this can be found on Netflix, and I knew nothing about it going in. I literally just opened Netflix one day, and it was in the like recommended for you type thing. And I'm just like, Sure, whatever, let's send it. And I watched this while waiting to pick someone up from the airport. Where their plane got delayed. So I was sitting in the parking lot for like a couple hours. <laughs> so I was not、wow. too picky about what I watched. And、uh, this came up and it was pretty good. 
It is a dark comedy, and it kind of turns from an amusing romp to a thriller of sorts. So Mm. it's one of those films that doesn't go where you think it will go, and the tone kind of shifts throughout it, but it is... I'm, I'm able to talk about it without any spoilers. So, big picture, the reason why it's called Blindly is that it tells the story of Akash, who is a pianist, so Mitsugi, a bunch of great piano pieces in this work, and this pianist fakes being blind in his everyday life. He wears special contacts that deny him the ability to see, and there's a couple different reasons that he does this between trying to better engage with the sounds he's creating, better take in the world around him, you know, maybe garner some sympathy from judges or audiences who might be judging his work. There's a couple different reasons, all up to interpretation. But he pretends to be blind in his everyday life, and one day he kind of gets knocked over by your typical, it's not a Bollywood movie, but it definitely plays into that in the beginning. He's knocked over by this uh, lovely girl named Sophie, who kind of takes care of him, and it's like, oh, well, come to my restaurant. I'll treat you to a meal. And it turns out there's a piano there, and he reveals his talents, and everyone loves him. And he kind of gets a recurring gig at this restaurant, playing for the love of his life, and he's having a great time. So he's like Stevie of Wonder course, or something? Yeah, except, you know, if a, a nice girl, you know, met you and started uh, expressing interest in you, and you were the had the ability to become unblind by just removing your contacts. <laughs> unblind. You, you might want to do that. So he, you know, sometimes will be risky and take off his contacts, still pretend to be blind, but be able to see mm. his new girlfriend in the making, see the world around him. He continues to perform, and he, you know, gets all this acclaim and this famous movie actor is like, oh, you're so great. I would love for you to come to my house and, you know, play a special anniversary show for me and my wife. He's like, dang, that sounds great. Sounds cool. So he signs up for that. He goes to this famous actor's house on the day of the anniversary. He shows up. Uh, Actor is not there, but the wife is. She's like, oh, come in, come in, you know. I, 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 she's surprised by it all, but he's like, I'll start playing and I'll just keep on playing till your husband gets home. And she's like, cool, fine, whatever. Um, turns out the husband was murdered and he can see it all. With a and piano like wire? Disposing. No, no, he's just there playing and they're like having to dispose of the body. Oh my God. And like in the all room? of a sudden, yeah, in the room. Because he's blind. They, they're like, well, he's blind. He can't see it. So he gets wrapped up in this massive murder mystery plot of death, and he has to pretend like he can't see anything. And they, like, test him in a bunch of ways to, like, make sure he's blind, and the police interrogate him, and can he say he's actually joking? And it it goes in a very wild direction. It's a little ridiculous, but it's kind of all tongue-in-cheek. Like I said, it's very comedic in the way Ah. all this terrible stuff is going on. Uh, And it it just... it just keeps on getting worse and worse Is for it like everybody. <laughs> um, Sounds a little bit like not it. slapstick, but it's more like every character is connected, and it's just impossibly convenient. A lot of how a lot of things happen. 
but I mean, there's. I, I can just see some guy playing piano while they're like struggling to like lift his, like fit some guy's body through a doorway. Yeah, know? they're like trying to stuff him into a suitcase. Yeah, and to, like, to, to me, that's like that's like naked gun comedy right there. You know, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it it gets into, you know, what is ethical, what is correct, how. You know, you have all these people trying to like doubt his ability to not see. It's it's a very strange film. It sounds like everybody in this movie fine. is unethical. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it and it it just every character is very gray in how they act, and you really don't know who the main character is a lot of the times because you're like, oh, it's obviously the main character, Akash. He's the protagonist. We know his secrets, but it turns out uh, maybe he's not the main character, and we follow other people at times. So. It's a it's a ramp. It goes in all sorts of ways, and it was entertaining for the little over two hours that it lasted. So that was And Hadhun, A N D H A D H U N, one word, and it's on Netflix, and uh, it was fun. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm down to watch foreign films. You know, so that sounds fine. Is that is uh, it's got some jazzy little piano pieces, and it's got some not. Bollywood numbers, but they do have some fun songs that they play around with. So, is he playing like classical piano, or is he playing like modern he jazz? Plays, or? It's it's very classical piano, and when he's like working on his pieces for competitions and stuff, but when he plays at the restaurant, it's more of like pop sensibilities, and mm-hmm. like they have him playing at a restaurant by himself and singing, but there's like a whole like orchestra and rhythm section to like that you hear even though they're not there kind of thing yeah so like it it, it's more about having a fun time with stuff than it is trying to be too obvious like there's a scene at the end where it has you know a violin and a drummer and a accordion player with him but like what they're visually playing on the screen like doesn't match at all they really just put all their effort into the piano part and not the (laughs) the rest yeah i was gonna say because like not to sound like oh classical music but i mean I could see somebody getting through like a pop piece or something without their eyes because, you know, having played piano forever, you know, you can you can get through some sections of a piece while you're looking at someone and talking to them. But if you're yeah. going to sit down and try to play like a Mozart sonata, just like forget it. <laughs> like you're never going to be able to do that without your eyes. But uh, you could you, you might be able to do it. I don't even know how the fuck you would learn how to play piano without your eyes. It seems impossible, but I know it's just a movie, but. It sounds pretty yeah. good. I mean, he, he can see, so... Yeah, he's a fucking... He's <laughs> he definitely like, uh, got there. He's a con artist. I mean, you could watch the first, like, I don't know, 20 minutes and get a sense of, like, the piano quality and he, uh, let me know. He's going to lose his girlfriend, though, when when she finds out that he's a fucking liar. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And where did you, so, and where yeah. did you say you watched that? I watched this on Netflix. Ah, making use of your newly expensive Netflix subscription. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, despite basically growing their revenue by something like 25% a year, Netflix's stock dropped like 25% on Friday because they apparently missed their subscriber target. So Netflix's stock is a a cheap discount now at only $400 a share. So you can get in there, buy that shit up. There you go. Um... I did think of something that I can talk about other than Grand Guilds. <clears throat> We're still watching horror movies. I think my mission is to watch every horror movie on Netflix. I watched a movie. I watched a few of them, but I watched a movie called When a Stranger Calls. So 
This movie really freaked Pancake out. So we were watching this in the hotel room because when you're in a hotel for like three weeks, all you can all you have to do is just like I don't know, eat edibles and like watch anime. So he's <laughs> sitting there just like watching this movie, and it basically starts off. This is a home invasion movie, so if people that are like really fuck if it, when the people that get really fucked up by home invasion stuff, like you're either gonna want to stay away from it or you're gonna want to watch it because depending on like what you're looking for, if you're like if you just love being you know disturbed in your head, then because I mean, if, which I feel like is a lot of people because that's why true crime podcasts exist. Like, seems like women love to hear about like people getting their entrails dragged out and shit like that while girls like drink Chardonnay. But um, so, did you watch the? Because this is an old movie and a remake, right? Um, I don't really know, honestly. It didn't seem very old, you know, but let me see here. I'll it's look it up and I'll find, I'll find also, the end. There was by the way, uh, background noise. Uh, my roommate has like multiple thousands of dollars spent on this football game right now. So he's very oh animated. God. So if you hear some, some oh. shouts in the background. <laughs> Did he bet on, uh, is he betting on the, on the Tampa Bay game? He bet. Yeah, he's betting on the Rams Buccaneers game. Oh, and who did he bet on? He bet on the Rams. He's a big Brady fan. Mm. So he wants to be happy no matter what happens. Got it. Um, yeah, this movie exactly. came out in 2006. So it's a, it has a terrible review on IMDb. I don't necessarily agree with it, but it is kind of a horror. It's a horror movie. So, um, you know, so this girl, she goes and she babysits this for this rich family. And it starts off with prank phone calls and eerie stuff happening in the house. And the guy calls her and he's like, you know, he breathing into the phone, then he talks a little bit to her, and then he starts, like, saying things to her that let her know that he knows, like, what she's doing. So maybe he has a camera or he's outside or something. And then he just, like, <clears throat> straight up breaks in and tries to murder this girl. And it's, like, really intense. Um, it's not a it's not a super long movie. It's only an hour. It's only not even an hour and a half long, and it's PG-13, so it's not exceptionally gory. But the guy is extremely violent, and he's very he's very creepy. Um, and if you're, if you're like one of those people that listens to podcasts about true crime, you know, it's like you hear all the time about people getting their houses broken to, you know, the, the night stalker and whatnot was one of those serial killers, which is a good documentary, by the way, on, on Netflix where that would just break into people's houses and just like strangle women and whatever. Um, you know, this is like one of those movies where they're trying to capture the essence of the true crime, but you're seeing it play out like in real, in real time. It's kind of like, it's not as good or it's not even that similar to Creep, but like Creep was a movie where you saw a true crime like unfolding in the film. And this is one of those. So it's not like, it's not like a supernatural horror movie. It's not a ghost. It's not a vampire. It's not, you know, whatever. It's um, literally like a human committing a crime that could, and like you could see this being you, um, you know, next weekend basically like it's the kind of shit where like you're gonna lock your door before you go to sleep and not answer your telephone um so it's definitely a creepy movie when a stranger calls um i thought it was okay pancake really thought it was scary um it just depends on what you think is scary but it was it was certainly um pretty intense especially at the end so recommended i recommend it for if you want to if you like if you like that kind of thing if you if you I actually prefer the supernatural type of horror movies. I love like um, found film. I love Paranormal Activity, Blair with Blair Witch Project. Like I love those sorts of movies. Um, they're kind of few and far between. It seems like just because people would a lot of people would rather not watch like camcorder footage. But um, When a Stranger Calls is pretty good. Are you guys? Uh, are you guys? Do you guys watch horror movies like outside of October or is that or at all? 
Not typically for me, although I did get a little more into it during COVID, uh, you know, during like the summertime of COVID, because at that point I was just like sitting again in my room doing nothing and I didn't want to just watch another regular movie. I wanted to feel something (laughs) after basically being in a bubble for months. So I decided to watch Midsommar and that was fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen his other stuff? Who? The guy who did Midsommar? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, what were what, what some of his other movies? I mean, the big one he's known for is... Oh, my goodness. I'm blanking on it. Uh, oh, it starts with the R, right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, Hereditary. That's oh, that movie's about. fucked uh, up. I want to watch that, but I haven't. That's a scary fucking movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one he did before Midsommar. Oh, yeah. I just know what, that the... What uh, movie am I thinking of? Damn. I just know, I know. the um, the person who did the music for Hereditary, seeing the music for the new Jinji Ito special for um, Adult Swim. Oh, I'm Colin Stetson? I think so, yeah. He's amazing. He's so good. Yeah. There's definitely some really creepy shit in or Hereditary and some really, like, shocking just scenes where you're, like, you don't expect anything and then, like, you just get, like, your fucking face blown off. <laughs> like, there's some, there's definitely some some wild shit in that movie. That's a good one. Yeah, I think I watched that on the Discord with a couple other people, so. Um, anyway, I don't want to soak up, like, you know, too much time on horror movies because I seem to talk about them a lot, but uh, Caroline went to Spyscape, which is, sounds pretty neat, and Manic Mason wants to hear about it, so why don't we, uh, why don't we pivot over to Caroline? I want to see what Caroline's got going on now that they Oh, yeah. Uh, now that you can travel your car without dealing with, uh, you know, unplowed highways and parking lots. Okay. Well, you, you referenced something that people don't wouldn't know about because we talked about it off the recording. I know. I'm sorry. Whatever. It's not that big a deal. But anyway, so my sister and I wanted to get together in New York City because we haven't done that in a while. So we, I, I drove over to her place in New Jersey and well, this I, I had to drive over at like nine o'clock um, so that we can get to the city before noon. And um, so we did that. We and we got on the train. We got over there. And one of the thing, one of our plans was to either go to the uh, ticket line for you know cheap Broadway show tickets, but because we had to, she had work to do earlier that morning, so she, we couldn't leave as early as we wanted to. And with that, n- there weren't many tickets that were worth the price at that point. Uh, but the plan B, if we couldn't find any tickets, was to go to Spyscape, which I really wanted to go to because I heard about it. And it's basically a spy museum. And I think that there's not just one of these in New York City. There are in other cities as well. I can't, I'm not entirely sure though. Anyway, so this museum is all about different real-life spies, and they even have, like, a James Bond exhibit, and they kind of circle the the stories of these spies back to the movies that have been made about them, like Alan Turing and, um, and like, others that, that are pretty famous. So they also have different activities for you to do based on different sections of what a spy has done in the past, like deciphering or uh, testing your observation skills. And then there's even like this room where you have to 
uh, press as many lit up buttons as he can while avoiding lasers and all that stuff. And you, everybody gets a little bracelet with an identifying chip in it. So when you go out and do these activities, it keeps track of your progress and how well you do in each of them. And then at the end of the of your day at the museum, they will send you a breakdown of how well you did and tell you what kind of spy you're most apt to be. And it, I'm still going through all the information that they send you. Um, and, and again, it's kind of like a personality test. So don't take yeah, I would take it with a grain of salt. But it's still pretty interesting, uh, the different information that they give you and how well you did. So, yeah, it was a really fun time. The basic tickets for general admission, it's like $39. So it's not cheap, but it is a great time. <laughs> for, you know, learning about spies and for doing all the activities. And then there's like upgraded tickets if you want to go see the James Bond exhibit and other stuff as well. But the general admission is pretty worth it. Uh, and yeah, and they even give you a complimentary locker that you can open up with your chip. So that's pretty cool, too. And what spy were you most similar to, Caroline? Okay, so they tell they told me that I would be most apt as, uh, was it, in, what was it? Ah, I can't exactly remember what it was. Oh no! And then uh, a spy that doesn't need to remember things. <laughs> no, I know, I, I know, I know. I'm an, an analyst. What was like intelligence analyst? Mm. Yes, intelligence analyst. Got That's it. what they gave me. Um, and some of the puzzles are actually pretty difficult. I mean, some of them are kind of easy, but they give you some logic puzzles to solve. And surprisingly, I did pretty well in them, even though I, I was like, "What the heck is this?" And under stress of having to do it all in a certain amount of time. Um, and that's and hence the reason why I'm intelligence analyst. My sister got um, uh, double what secret was it? agent. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh my goodness gracious! Sorry, I'm just there's just so much on here that I can't remember what she got. She was like a uh, intelligence operative. That's what she got. Mm. So yeah, it's a really fun time. Well, Any remind questions? me to. <laughs> Remind me to recruit Caroline next time we're doing a, a group escape room. Since she's an intelligence analyst, you'll you'll have it all solved in a wit in a jiffy. Uh, honestly, I've in in practice I have been not all that helpful in escape rooms for some reason. I love doing them, and mm -hmm. I get excited over the prospect of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna solve so many puzzles. But I really do kind of have to uh, rely on other people in the yeah. escape room, or maybe I'm just being down on myself for no reason. I, I'm not good at them either. Like I enjoy it. I think the concept is awesome, but the, I'm, I'm I'm not good at getting out. And the prices of escape rooms are flat out ridiculous. Oh so, yeah, definitely. It's like fucking ridiculous. So, like what am I paying for exactly? <laughs> like this, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the other roles that were get, like were given out to other people were agent handler, special ops officer, technical ops officer, surveillance officer, cryptologist, spy catcher, spy master, and hacker. So, and and then of course they have you know exhibits for all of these different uh, spies and their lives and what they've done and you know in history and all that and it's pretty cool, um, and that was a really great time. Although we we it was a very busy day. After that, we decided to go to dim sum, which is oh. kind of like Chinese appetizers. Yeah. It's really good. We love our dumplings, so of course we went there. And after that, we, my sister and I met up with a couple of her friends at a bar and we kind of just went bar, bar hopping from there. We're like, okay, last train leaves at 1 a.m. We're going to make it. It's fine. We're just going to have fun. We drank way too much. <laughs> 
And yeah. we, it came to the point where uh, we underestimated how much time we would, we would need to get to the train station. So at that point, at like 1 a.m., my sister is absolutely freaking out. I'm kind of freaking out too, but when she starts to freak out, I'm kind of have to like, okay, it's game time. We have to, we have to stay calm. Um, an Uber. So how far was it? Yeah. Okay, so we we did end up calling an Uber, but it was like $130 to get home. Mm. I mean, Ubers are already expensive in New York City, but we were going back to New Jersey. Uh, so and and it's a it was like an over an hour drive, which I mean, honestly, and and uh, $130 isn't all that bad in the grand scheme of things, but it certainly would have been a lot better if we caught our train for oh tickets God. we've already we already paid for. Um, yeah, so that was a major stressor, and we did not get to bed until like two thirty last night. Shit, and sh- I had what? Shit is so expensive now that like I don't even want to leave my fucking house. Like it, to, I don't know. It sounds like you just spent like five, like f- at least four hundred dollars as a group. I like, would say it was around three hundred. The drinks were very expensive I as mean, well, but like, it was a fun time. Well, it's the drinks and the spy escape and the like travel. Like it adds up. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, do have like, a little travel fund that I barely use because I don't get to go anywhere. So I, you know, I dipped into that, you know, to cover the Uber yeah. um, and to get the tickets and all that. So I'm not feeling too bad about it. Mm-hmm. It's just it did put uh, it did kind of taint the the day and the night uh, because we were having such a, a great time, you know, going to bars and having a, we were having a ton of fun. I don't think I drank that much in a very long time, to be honest. Um, but. Once we got to the point where we were stressing out and we had to spend so much money to get home, that really did not do well for us. <laughs> I feel like that kind of, in some way, like, takes away some of, like, the, the test of, like, oh, you'll be great spies. How do I get home? I'm freaking I know. out. <laughs> uh, that's, like, an intelligence. <laughs> I know. I know. It's fun, but though. I'm glad you had a blast. <laughs> it was a blast until... Midnight hit, and yeah, we we were so hmm. we were stupid. Uh, supporters, thank you so much for helping fund Caroline's uh, adventures. This, yes. Exactly, uh, this, thank you for saving come me. From, uh, you listening to this and contributing to the podcast, and if you contribute even more. Uh, Caroline can get uh, drunk even more often and have more stories to tell. So. Okay, I won't get drunk that much more often. <laughs> It's a weird thing. It's like if you if you go to a bar, you the the price like I, I'm not exactly hard up for money or anything, but like the prices of things definitely reduce my enjoyment of them. Like if I'm at a bar, I'm like, oh, I'm at a bar. Wow. Oh, like and I don't know. What would I get? Like, an, I don't know, um, like a gin and tonic, like a, like a Negroni. Something is like, oh, it's it's thirteen dollars. Oh, for one drink. OK, mm, it's very nice. Yeah, so it's like, it was definitely very expensive. So it's but like, since we don't do it very often. We were kind of just feeling it, you know? The vodka Red Bull did really oh. get me in trouble, though. <laughs> vodka Red Bull is good, but it's like... Um, and then the worst is when you get a drink and it's like not even a, like a strong drink, because then it's like, what did I even buy? But then, but if you buy a bottle of vodka and make vodka Red Bulls in your living room while you watch movies with your friends, you're, you're like an alcoholic because you're drinking at home or some shit. So, I, I know. know. It's fucking <laughs> crazy. I, I, went to, I went to Outback with Pancake right next to the hotel a couple of days ago and like we didn't even get drinks it was like $55 for like the bait for no appetizer just two entrees and I'm like wow I'm like fucking heaven it's outback 
Like, oh my god. I was gonna say, like, it doesn't bother me to spend money out and enjoy the time. Like, that's part of why you work hard and make money, so you can go out and enjoy the world. But when you're spending that money on Outback, well, it was come it on, was, my dude. It was a hundred yards from the from the from the hotel, but you know, it's like I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I went to like a Mexican place the other night, and the service was so terrible that I actually like got up and took the check to the counter and was like, "This guy moved to like Venus." I think that's what I said. I was like, "The waiter moved to Venus. Um, here's the check," and it was like eighty-two dollars for three people. And I'm like, "Do I even tip this asshole?" Like, you know, I mean, I end up tipping him anyway, but you know, you didn't exactly want to tip them when the bill's eighty-two dollars and the guy straight up like is gone for so long. You feel like he moved to another zip code. I don't know. <clears throat> it's it's a tough world out there. But that's the end of the old man bitch fest. I'm going to go uh, change my diaper and uh, go yell at some kids. Also, in case anyone thinks that I'm, you know, like insulting Outback, uh, I 100% am. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, Outback is better than like Applebee's, Chili's. It's it's better than, I'd say it's better than most of the chains you'd go to. But it's also more I mean, expensive. all of those are well, like all, the bane of my existence. They're all fucking trash, you know, but... Uh, I don't know. It, I would rather go to like fast food than to like any of those places. Yeah. Well, you know. <sighs> anyway, so um, thank you, Caroline. It sounds like you had a lovely time with, with your sister. I'm very happy for oh, you. Oh yeah. And I'm glad you didn't get um, abducted by pig monkey men or anything like that. So, what are pig monkey men? I don't know, but they don't sound friendly and. <laughs> they're bad news. That's what they are. They're bad news. Is, and, and, are, is that what the new name for bad people in New York City? Is uh, Pig Monkey Man? It's just my general bad name for nebulous somethings that could get you at 1 a.m. while you're drunk. I realize. Like yeah, definitely. I mean, eaters. I was like screaming at the uh, my sister and her and her friends because we were just like we were all pretty drunk and we were up. bar hopping. So we are just like you know speed walking the sidewalks and then just like crossing streets without thinking twice and i'm like guys you need to stop before crossing the street you have no idea when something's going to come and hit you and we do not have the at um, 1am well yeah i mean it's still new york city people are still driving and i don't want it i don't want one random driver to come by and crush one of my you know sister or my or his, her, my sister or her friends and have to see that and yeah that that just terrified me so i'm just like guys stop and look before you cross the street please so yeah so so you're at the bar and you go oh okay all right okay the last train leaves at uh 12:30 it's 12 oh it says it'll take it'll take 23 minutes to walk there we'll, we're good check please you get up and you leave little did you know that that google maps checks your time walking in a straight line not zigzagging back and forth on the sidewalk because you're a bunch of drunkards okay well we weren't zigzagging but we did have a bit of difficulty trying to get to the subway to get to the get to penn station that really screwed us over um and that's part of the reason why we were afraid we were going to miss the train so we just like at that point we just had to call the uber um but yeah it was not a smart thing on our part which is why you just always have to plan. Make a it always leaves super early. That's all you have to do. Yeah. I bet the Uber smelled less like urine. So that's, that's something. Well, it sa- smelled more like vomit because my sister puked out the window. Oh my god. Yeah, it was not a <laughs> grand while, night while for it was us. Still moving. Yes, uh, she nice. was. That's How do baller. you omit this detail from the story? <laughs> <laughs> 
was a lot that happened yesterday. Um, and I don't want to embarrass her too much, but I stopped drinking before the la- before the last bar we went to. And really, we should just we shouldn't ha- even have gone to that last bar because if we hadn't, we probably would have been home safe and sound. Um, but yeah, so I stopped drinking before that. The other three continued, and. But the thing is that the other two girls, her, my, my sister's friends, they had not been drinking as long as we have been. So really, my little sister was the drunkest. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, she was not feeling well. She was stressed out. She was having a panic attack in this Uber. And she rolled down the window. She was trying to get some air. And then she rolled it down all the way. I'm like, oh, dear, she's really not feeling well. And then we heard a little blip. And then she, oh, she had, we had to pull over the car. In order for her to continue, luckily nothing in the car. Uh, it was on her phone, so I don't know if she did or not. But I covered the at least the base fee of the of the Uber. I don't know what she, she tipped him though. I hope he. I hope she did. <laughs> yeah. And yet another reason why marijuana is vastly better than alcohol. <sighs> so, not to speak the obvious, but. I mean, they those three have been together in New York City and have smoked weed on occasion. But they didn't so. hurl out of a car window. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> I don't know. Uber is ridiculously priced, too. Like, I could Uber literally three minutes and it'll be 30 bucks in Denver. So, it's fucking ridiculous. So, I don't know how, yeah. I don't know how anybody... I don't even know how people ride Ubers. So It's like, you only ride an Uber now when you want to get, like, fucked up, shitty fucked up, and, like, go out and do something... Or begin, you don't want to have to worry about driving, or you are coming back from the airport or something. That's like, that's that's me at least. But like, you know, if you're gonna ride, if you're gonna Uber hop from place to place, it's gonna at least double the cost of everything you do that night. Because I don't know about where you are, but <coughs> Ubers in Denver are ridiculous. I've seen an Uber, I've seen an Uber take me take you 12 miles, cost 80 dollars in Denver. It's yeah, ridiculous. it's ridiculous. It's I don't know how people afford anything. I'm just gonna like chain myself to my like couch in my living room and never leave again. Um, uh, let's see here. I've been playing this game called Grand Guilds because it's all I have in life just to entertain myself, other than Initial D while I'm in this hotel room. And uh, it's a really terrible game. Um, it's a, which you know means I probably shouldn't even discuss it really, but it's a uh, strategy RPG that's card card based. So. If you so it's kind of like you'll be on tiles, so you get you have like a, you have like a several characters, and, and there's like a story sort of, but it's basically trash. Um, it's not even worth really like reading through it. <clears throat> you can just get, hit, hit skip and do the next battle, really. But um, there was a game I reviewed a long time ago called Children of Zodiacs, which was a um, it was a dice card game combo where you had your people on tiles in the game, so it's so it's like tactical, but then you'd play a card and then the card would say like uh roll your dice if the if the number that you roll is between like you know a one and a six it, the card does this if you get like a seven and and uh you know between seven and nine or whatever it does this or or um this card does damage equal to 10 times whatever your dice roll is so like you would play you would, you would play a card from your hand and then you would roll a dice this game doesn't have dice it just has the cards so you know you'll you'll move forward and then the card will say like um range is six um it takes like half your action points to play it uh you so you fire an arrow and it like makes the the target vulnerable so that every other uh opponent every other character you have that hits them does like 50 percent more damage for the turn so it's like if you like these games 
that are strategy based and then have like a card element, which I think is kind of unusual. Um, I, like I said, I've seen it before, but it's not that common. Um, could be worth checking out again called grand guilds came out in 20, 2020, but it's really shovelware, honestly on the switch, which is like, it's like a rampant issue, in my opinion. But, um, the game only costs like five, but like $5 and, uh, you know, but it's just full of bugs. That's the, that's the big problem with it. Like you'll, there will be areas of the, of like a map where you're fighting and, um, like spots on the, on the map where you should easily be able to navigate to because there's squares there, but like, it just won't let you for no apparent reason. Or, um, or like you'll summon like a wall of ice so that the enemies get like blocked and they can't like attack you from one side. And then sometimes the enemies will just walk right through the wall of ice because the game's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but it does let you like unlock new cards and customize a deck. So if you want to like spend your credits that you've won from winning battles, you can like unlock a card and then you can go to the deck builder and like build the deck and put that card in it, you know, or whatever. So if if you're like an old if you're like an old Magic the Gathering player and you think like building decks is fun, you know, it's pretty. It's not a bad game for that. You know, the decks have a maximum size of 15 cards, which is pretty small, but um, you know. Again, call Grand Guilds if you're trapped in a hotel room because uh, your water pipe broke and you have nothing else to do. It's probably what a not specific a specific situation. <laughs> it's probably not a bad yeah. And plus, we we had Nintendo Shop credits, so I think we actually paid nothing for this game. So, but I mean, I think the actual price for it was like something like five dollars. So, but um, it's supposedly like a twenty-five hour game. I don't know. The story is like absolute garbage. Like a, a seven-year-old child could write a better story than this thing for sure. But, you know, it really doesn't have a story. I don't even know why the fuck it pretends to. <laughs> so, but it is kind of fun to get like a new character. Like I unlocked, a, I unlocked a character before I came over here. That's an, that's a rifleman. So it's really a chick, but <clears throat> it's a rifle woman. I don't know what the fuck. Um, and uh, they have like really, they have really far. They have a lot of range. It's like six tiles, which is pretty far in this game. And then they have they have attacks like um you know it does it uses like almost all your action points for a turn but you can kind of like you you can play a card that'll uh, increase your straight like your strength by nine which is a lot and then but it makes it so you can't move for two turns so it's kind of like this card that is supposed to be like your your sniper kind of like laying down like on a hill or something it's like plant like planting themselves in place and you know, ready to go and then on the next turn you can like play a card that has like a range of six so you're shooting from way far away. And you'd be like, oh, this card does 30 damage and um, makes the the enemy take 50% more damage for two turns. So you'll, you'll do that, and then you'll have another character that's like a paladin or whatever, like way up in front, <clears throat> trying to soak up the damage. And then that paladin or that DPS character does like a ton of damage because that character got hit with that one card that increased the damage. So it does have some merit. It's not like a total piece of shit. Like I'll probably play it a little bit tonight. But um, you just have to be a person that is willing to look past the bugs i guess so there's quite a few of them and the game is really fucking hard so yeah it's definitely if you're bad at these games you're gonna get your fucking ass kicked for sure because it's like really really fucking hard even like maps that you would use to grind like just grind points to unlock new cards are gonna fucking whoop your ass sometimes for sure so um you know, I unlocked a character just to get that wall of ice card because I was getting my ass kicked so bad that I was like, if I don't put a wall of ice here to like block these three enemies, I am never clearing this map. And it was just like trash mobs. <laughs> so, so it's a hard game, but you know, I don't know, I'm playing it for no reason. Anyway, that's about it for Grand Guilds. 
And that's about it for hobby addicts. We, uh, the I'll have more next week. I know I didn't really like have a lot to talk about, but no worries. Oh, I, I mean, I got a bunch I, of books, but no one wants to hear about that. So I'll save that for a rainy day. And I finally figured out the wordle for today. Oh, I missed. Hey. I missed yesterday's wordle. So the first me one. Too. Like you forgot to do it, or you didn't get it. No, I forgot I, to do I, it. I didn't do it. I, I mean, I did okay. it. I did it. I failed to solve it. Oh, okay. Well. That's it's, okay. I forgive you. Wordle is weird. Like, I keep using the same word to start with. I keep using the word taser because it has an R and S a T, which are the three most common consonants, and it has an A and an E, which are the two most common vowels. And somehow, every fucking time, you'll, I'll play the word taser to start, and there's like literally no letters or maybe the letter R only. Uh, so whoever's... These wordles are not random. Have you like, thought... Yeah, they're trying. They're purposely difficult for you to guess. Yeah, they're definitely not. Wordle is the easiest game ever. It's not hard. Even I mean, if you're playing it on hard mode, it's easy. There is no hard mode. There is a hard mode. What is That's hard, how I play. What is hard mode? You hard have mode. to utilize the letters that you've already uh, found out are in the correct place, right? Yeah. So, so like, you have to use them. Say, say, but I already say, played that way. Say the... Uh, the word is, or let's uh, say you guess, what's your word? Taser? Taser, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, so say you guess taser and it says um, that the, the, the T is green, so it's in the correct spot, and an A is yellow. Mm-hmm. It means you couldn't guess, um, let's say, a mouse as your next guess. Because... It, like, because you already got the the T and the A, so you have to have the T and the A in your next guess. Mm. And because I already played that What you way. could do is guess a completely different word that you know is incorrect mm-hmm. just to find out more positions and letters. Oh, so it's a, so it's a Nuzlocke or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I, I mean, sure, it's it's a... Well, there is actually a toggle button to enable it oh, where okay. it doesn't let you guess it but i mean that's how i play regardless and it's an easy game so i know they're picking i know they're not random words because there's no fucking way i'm gonna go four days in a row without there being an r s a t or an a and an e and in like these words it's ridiculous (laughs) so it's like practically every word has one of the has an a or an e in it so it's yeah who would randomly pick except a ratio is your lord and savior and you'll never struggle I like just to switch it up for fun, you know? You're, you're just a fun person, like Caroline. Oh, well, yeah. I'm, I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> See? I knew it. How intelligence agent of you. Caroline had a second wind while we were doing this. I better get us out of here. We're going to be late for the I know. I like telling a good story, and yesterday certainly has the makings of a good story. That was a good story. I want to hear more about how she puked out the window and what the reaction of the... Oh, you don't want to... Why would you want to hear that? Because it's a great story, and we'll talk about it more on the after party. Come on. Are we really? You're going to talk more about my sister vomiting? God damn it. Let's fucking do it. Oh, whatever. Okay, sorry. I lost lost myself for a moment. Yeah. Okay. That's a little weird. All right, you beautiful people. Time to go. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.